0: What is up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to Jammers in the Rough. We have, of course, a special episode for you all where, as you can see, I could touch my co hosts. Um, That's in awkward. Ways. That's real awkward. And can't see, is That's where the, the jamming in the rough goes. So, as always, we have the absolute worst running late, as always, Cody Waltron. We mm-hmm. have. Next to me, Josh. I'm just here to enjoy your company, Winter, and of course,
1: the most the hostess with the mostest, Pay potato What is up? How are you all doing? Well, I learned what Portland traffic is like when you go from one end to the other, and it sucks. Yeah. Can you it, tell the people why you were in Portland, Josh? Uh, I went up to the Portland for a doctor's appointment for my daughter.
0: Mm. Yeah, make fun of that, Cody. Uh- <laughs>
1: I was actually asking a question, not to make
0: fun of. What a, I was gonna say, what,
2: why are you why are you there with Paige? Like giving people a background.
0: What a what a super hot take that was.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, because Luke. I wasn't be able to make it back to my house in time. I barely made it to his house. Yeah. Okay. So the well, real I was, reason I was trying made... to tell
2: tell our audience why we had this special episode where you two were together and Paige is like attacking
0: me. How dare you make fun of his daughter?
1: <laughs> I thought we covered
0: <laughs> it with the introductions, though, where it was like, hey. Cody was late, 20% of the time. 100% of the time. Mm, <laughs> 20% of the time, of the time, it's always his fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, my appointment just went kind of late. There's just no way I could make it back, a two-hour drive back to Eugene. Okay. So
0: and I know we've tried in the past where we've tried to do podcasts from on the road um, and I don't think they've ever been successful. I've tried to do like the, oh, hey, I'm on my way to Santa Cruz, let's pop in and that's more dangerous than it's worth and then or you know. the, uh,
2: I forgot it was Tuesday, I'm playing around, I'm on the <laughs>
0: yeah. way home. That's more like it. We have yeah. tried that as well, but I'm learning that Tuesdays are kind of, Tuesdays for for a reason, we have podcasts. Today wasn't my fault, I'm just saying. Paige did good, for once. It's all you hear cool. that, mama? Paige did good. <laughs> Page did real <laughs> you good. Hear, you hear that, mama?
1: I done <laughs> good, baby.
0: I will do, I will say, though, I do apologize, guys. I did have a Pages Jammer video. I just happened to forget to edit the video together and have a piece for us. So that part is my fault. So the All Day Presents Pages Forgetful Jammers today uh, will not be happening. But look forward to next week where, of course, I will talk about these things. Also, I should probably grab one of the giveaway discs, too. Just I will talk off. about giveaway. these things. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: didn't lose the giveaway discs this time like you do quite frequently?
0: No, it's back here. Give me a second. Josh, cover for me.
1: Um, so I'll be paid for a second. Um, the world is nobody about... doing
2: floor floor construction today or no? Well,
1: not today. But I got mm. to see what they are working on, which was pretty sick. Mm.
0: Okay. There's okay. A lot of back here, guys. Yeah, there's a
1: little. Mm. So So is grabbing this for the giveaway. Um. Oh. Oh. It's a bird. Uh, occupy the same space let's see hold on see. i didn't know Paige and joshua could occupy the same space at the same time it's possible we're like two hours apart from each other and i was up in his area Yeah, um, we're just like
0: i think he means the camera we're both burly men that oh, barely can fit I the see. same space i didn't
1: think you could put it in one screen yeah oh. I think oh. said, they're called they're fat they're shaming you
0: haven't lost the strongman weight or the COVID or the COVID weight. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Who said it? F- Facebook user, you're dead to us. So, in lieu of my video today, I'll give you my quick rundown on our giveaway discs. So, I need my my i don't know what's to be our giveaway we should have thought of this beforehand probably the berg x you're holding you doofus no no no, no. what <laughs> what can we do to give it away right they need to write something in so tell me how far you can throw a berg x and the furthest one wins it so, <laughs> that's terrible someone's gonna write a thousand feet You. <laughs> hey th- no I that doesn't count no nope. nope,
2: that so, doesn't count
0: all day disc golf freaking mortar here in portland donated a berg x for a giveaway
2: um who can name the owner of all day disc off? Name one of the owners. There you go.
0: That's a good one. Who can name no. the owner of Who all Who can day throw a disc, disc the farthest? 8,000 feet. All right, you win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll give you I'll give you guys give you a quick rundown of the berg X, guys. I think it's a dumb disc um that I back for like a week that took cape out of the bag. They're no glide, overstable. You're if you're looking for a zone that doesn't zone. Um, that's a Berg X. If you're looking for something to go nowhere, that's a Berg X. If you don't know how to throw an approach shot, that's a Berg X. It's a great disc if uh, you're Cody. But for some I don't bag mind, one. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs>
2: so All right. I was, so what is the big difference between Berg and Berg
0: X that you noticed? I think they feel the same. They feel very similar. I think there might be a little bit more aggressive like concave but it's barely noticeable only if you're trying to spot a difference what about flight? Uh, the flight it is more overstable so i do think uh think berg is just your neutral to straight if you power up on a berg x and you throw it hard it will be almost very similar to a berg but more of less like those 180 to 200 approach shots you will see those stability into it so being able to kind of forehand it does give that little bit of extra forgiveness kind of like a zone if you backhand it and you want it to finish left, sometimes you got to shape some things. That's an important thing of it. Um, but it's overstable, but doesn't fight out of an anhyzer. So if you put on an anhyzer, it will start to pan, um, but it won't fight back. Like, I think sometimes zones want to, like, you can put on Annie and know that's going to flex out. This is just going to kind of hold that pan. So it's not going to be if you want to shape it around things. It's not that kind of utility disc. It's just more of like, hey. I'm bad and throw a Berg, and I want to throw something (laughs) equally as bad with overstable finish. Boom, Berg X. So we're giving this disc away to the (laughs) The first person could name the owner of All Day Disc Golf. There's two owners, so you have two names of it. I'll give you a hint. This person is handing the trophy to Eagle at BSF. Um, Nate Heinold. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Everyone's favorite. There's Paige's jammers this week. Love Berg that. X rundown and giveaway. So I did do something.
1: <laughs> you did good. You did good. Oh
2: my gosh! Are we gonna wait to see what people are saying? Because right now, Jerry's no, just I'm... talking about how she had an ace. Like, are we gonna wait to see if someone said the name? No, we can let them decide.
0: People can make we can their guesses. It, we can let them percolate. percolate. Oh, I don't
2: want to. Per- I do not want people percolating. I do not want that, <laughs> especially with you two in the same room. So we're You're giving orange. this absolute, Josh, uh, show that one, the last comment. <laughs>
1: last comment? Yeah. We're giving this absolute trash away. Oh, man, absolutely. Man. Yeah, yeah, this, you already I mean, know, this, guys. This disc sucks real bad. Right? Who wants it's it? It's orange. I want it. I this want is it the, the unbiased opinion of paid. Or, <laughs> it is true.
0: Or extremely biased opinion. I'm trying to be honest with you guys. There's going to be people like Cody types that want to throw the Berg X's, and there's it nothing wrong good.
1: with that. It's See exactly. Is it gummy, Josh? Kind of. It feels hard, like stiffer than the Berg. Well, I mean, it comes in many different plastics. So yeah, same plastic type. Of, yeah, K one. K one. Stiffer. If, than the if if Paige sends
2: you a disc, be ready to wait like a month, and then him claim you got it and it never showed. Oh, hey,
0: <laughs> we got our winner,
2: Jesse Tomato.
0: Jesse Tomato. I'll, I'll take your misspelling. I'll take your misspelling. That's one of them. His wife, Madison, is also the other co owner. Uh, same last name, Tomano um, Great, amazing name, people. Name. Oh, Facebook user, message me. Or Corby. Market-
2: don't tell me it was Corby. That dirty dog. always
0: Corby. Nothing to do with Alaska but tune in and win giveaways. What time oh, is no? it in Alaska? I don't know. I'm not a bad guy. I don't
2: know. Corby, go. what time
1: is it? Out of this. Okay. It's time.
2: It like... No, is it five? Five <laughs> twenty. Are they four hours behind us? Me? Uh, I think they're just an hour behind us. Mm-hmm. So that would be four. You're three behind me, so one behind that would be four. Why do I
0: do your math for you? They're an hour behind us.
2: Oh West Coast Living. I even go. said it before. I said it's oh my gosh, Corby. Thank, thank you. All right. I'm glad I figured that out before.
1: Paige, now we're behind us. Three plus one. I ain't doing your math. All right, oh. Cody. You got a hot take
0: for us?
2: A hot take is do a podcast with Paige and live through it. That's a hot take. Oh,
0: <laughs> good luck, guys. Good luck with that. All
2: right. Now, this one's, uh, it's, I don't know if this is going to be a hot take or not, but I was talking to guys about <laughs> it last is. week. I think you' probably before. Uh, yeah, no, last week was pretty good. Talking last about week? how about were oh, yeah, talk to me about it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I
0: caught up and gave it to you. So of course it was mm-hmm. good.
2: <laughs> oh if Paige touches it. Uh, my older, hot... it touches it. All right. My hot take for the week is people that smoke and drink during play ruin the game for others. Now, now Here's let me put some stipulations. Well, if you it. are playing, if you're if you're playing on your own or you're playing with a group of people that partake, no problem. But if you're playing like a league event, because I know PDGA, you can't even smoke at all anymore during events, so that's supposed to be banned. But um, like I played at a tournament that we kept waiting for a guy to smoke a cigarette, like he'd be like, All right, just let me finish. We're waiting. We've had events where the last group of people to show up like half an hour, 40 minutes late, everyone was smoking uh, weed on their, on their cart. So like they were all like taking their time. So everyone's waiting around for them to finish up for the totals to come through. So, and then most of the courses, at least around me are public parks. So you shouldn't be doing that stuff there. Anyways, you got a bunch of kids, things like that. There's like playgrounds, but I just have a, Big problem with people because it's not only affecting me; it's affecting them. Yeah, page doesn't care.
0: I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm just <laughs> my my head just going like this right now. Oh,
2: gosh, now you're
1: looking good. <laughs> so <laughs> now,
2: granted, I will say I I don't really do either much. Um, uh, so that might be part of my
0: take on it. But what about you, gentlemen? I think it's a good take. I don't think it's like a really hot take. I think they're like we have the, we're kind of at this like crux of uh, like disc golf where you have the people that, you know, that, that kind of, door, but uh, started kind of ushering in the wave of disc golf that had played for a while and drinking and smoking were a big part of it. And there's a lot of disc golfers, even today I was on uh, talking about the, the evolutions of bags with somebody and they were like, oh yeah, I oh, don't know, this was yesterday, but they're like, oh yeah, my first bag, the most important thing was, could it fit a six pack? And that was like the mindset. I think a lot of people start there. uh, (laughs) But yeah, there's the, there, this is also true. There is no tank that's hot enough right now. And so I think that's, that's an acknowledgement of that. Yes. This is where it began, but also like, so I'm from like Warren Springs, Oregon, where our reservation kind of burns down from random fires, whether it's man-made or natural causes like once every three years. And so I've seen a lot of the impacts of, uh, of random cigarette butts, of random sparks, then this thing's doing that. And I think one of the downsides of that, and thankfully it hasn't really hit this golf, but you know, you're a lit cigarette away, a flick roach away from burning down some of the courses that we love, especially when we're all out there in the dry summers. Um, the potential for fire is really high. I want to be the smoky bear of the guys, like, you know, only you can prevent forest fires, but that is because of where I do grow up, something that I have been aware of and do get worried from. Also, like in city parks, I don't think anyone would disagree are the absolute worst courses to play uh, because a lot of that. Right. You have your group of four. They all have a six pack. It's seven o'clock in the morning. They're drinking, drinking, drinking. And half the time they're in their own world, oblivious to everything else, which is great for those four people. But when there's buildups and they're unaware of it and then they're they're become belligerent um, because of it then that's where like you know we draw some of the lines i think pier park is probably one of the famous ones that were all over reddit where there was a fight that broke out at the basket because somebody threw on somebody and i'm not saying drugs or alcohol were involved but you know i don't think anybody wouldn't believe that they wasn't involved um especially being in city course so i kind of agree with you cody it's a very mild take but oh gosh
2: <laughs> well and so that well And like you were saying, most people, like even when I'm talking to people about disc golf now, they'd be like, oh, isn't that just what like potheads play? And so they don't, it doesn't have any validity yet. Uh, It's growing, like you said, where people are realizing, hey, this is a sport that takes skill and it's something you can enjoy. But it still has that mindset. Like, think about all the old gateway stuff that was just had like weed plants on and stuff like that. And people's like, oh, it's made out of hemp and stuff like that. And then. Like you said, I had the problem, not necessarily with it, but when it affects other people. It could be anything. If if you were taking TikTok videos and it was affecting how long it took, I would have a problem with that because what you're doing is selfish. You're you're taking up other people's time and enjoyment of something for you to do what you want to do.
0: No, I'm saying like, it doesn't take a lot to be like, oh, play through, play through. Like even today, yeah. right? Like, we were on a course. Uh, Dallas was throwing like 10 discs because he's trying to figure out how they fly in the wind. The moment somebody was on us, we're like, hey, just play through. We're going to throw a couple. Um, but we, you know, just throw it through. And it's never that hard to do. Um, but also, like, yeah. Where is this? The, courtesy. This, like is the a, courtesy. this is a rule for a reason, right? In tournaments, we should be professional. Absolutely. No. This is a rule for a reason. In between rounds, I've known people to have drinks. As long as it's not impacting anybody around them, Yeah, that's perfectly fine. But it's it puts you in awkward situations if you're out, especially smoking, right? Like everyone will ask, like when I've been with people that smoke, like, Hey, do you mind if I smoke? And I'm like, as long as it's not in my face. And then we play the card and they don't care anymore because they got their okay. They're not w- worrying about the wind and the amount of times like I'm doing that kind of like zigzag around people. Cause I don't smoke like mm-hmm. it's kind of frustrating. And I'm more like, I hate the smell of tobacco, right? I grew up in the nineties where everyone had the freaking, you walk into a restaurant it's like, smoke cloud coming out so i've always hated the smell of tobacco and so when i get something behind somebody that does it or they just reek of it that's a, the other thing too like because you're not oblivious or you're oblivious to that smell that you're creating like like josh right now just fucking reeks of smoke and it's just that's why i'm doing this mm, just now someone said courtesy violation
2: for making people wake, but um I think, wouldn't that be the kind of the same thing? You're saying courtesy violation for just, where is it? For making people wait out for the smoking drink. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I, what I'm saying, and someone said, like, making TikTok videos is a distraction. I'm saying if it's taking up my time. Like, just drove by Dunkin' Donuts, and a guy had just got his coffee, pulled over, still in the line, was making a video, had one of his little tripod things. And, like, people were behind him, like, visibly upset. Same thing, it's you're getting into a mindset where it's me before the other people. So that's what I promise. Uh, what's my take on vapes? Same thing what Paige said. If you don't do it in my face and it doesn't slow down the game, I don't care.
0: I feel like vapes are more obnoxious though, because those clouds that they blow are so much bigger. And clouds then it's just clouds for, days, clouds for days, and they don't care, they're they're taking bigger hits than cigarettes. Cigarettes run out, and so then they move on right vape continues and so they're like walking up multiple fairways taking the biggest fucking clouds and like yeah i don't mind cotton candy and green apple smell but you don't want to be in the middle of the fucking woods at five, five o'clock in the morning smelling fucking green apple whiffs of clouds in your face green like, eggs and hand, baby yeah, exactly. again,
2: if it, it comes down to if it doesn't affect other people, I don't have a big problem with it, whether that be my time on the course, whether it be having to smell it, whether page keeps screwing up the podcast because he doesn't understand how apples work. It's not complicated. Um, but and TikTok videos, maybe what should I have said? YouTube YouTube. Should have said YouTube videos where people are like out there, like, all right, I'm gonna ace, like, do an ace run. And I'm sitting there waiting for them, like, just throw a di- dang disc, man. Let me throw. Well, I think Let you're right throw.
0: about Taylor people, too, right? Like, um, there are people that go and set up the camera, come back, throw, throw, readjust the, the tripod. And it does create like that ripple effect, right? And it slows everything yeah. down. And, um, and a lot of times it's not the people that are directly behind you that are feeling it, it's four, five, six groups back there. That aren't going to have the time to pass you. And then all of a sudden they're what should be an hour and a half, two hour round. is turning into four hours because of that, like slow down ripple effect and how it impacts everybody. That's and
1: exactly how traffic works. Yeah. In cars ripple effect, baby. But I feel like everything that's been hit on is like 100% negative people. Like made, you made a lot of examples of what people have done poorly because they all do it poorly that's no. not true there's a group well, so of that's no. your oblivious bubble no say no. hey, <laughs> like look josh you can't even mute him because he's right beside tournament, you tournaments are tournaments and you shouldn't do anything during a tournament that's just the rules nothing but going, i don't going, i don't during tournaments no but casual play there are types of people who can go out there with their six pack with their weed and with their smoke and do whatever they want as they play and be courteous and oh. let people pass when they're doing it and those people I'm all about them having their good times. That's what this Golf's all about.
0: Yeah, but I think with this hot take, though, I think the problem is... What I say, I don't
1: care if it
2: doesn't affect me or the other people playing. If you're, if you're doing that, Josh, yeah, fine.
0: I just feel like Josh is arguing like a small percentage of people. And the people that are hearing this, a lot of people assume that they're in that bubble. When I'm saying the majority of people are in that bubble, and the ones that are fine, ignore us you're just a pleasant you pick up your trash you pick up your beer cans you don't flick your butts you put them in your thing and you're a great individual and smoking and drinking doesn't impact you but you're it small doesn't define you that's how i look at it would apply yeah. to you because the vast majority of people don't do that and in fact we're about to lose a course here in the washington oregon like river border because also drinking a lot makes you piss a lot and it, this park is in a small neighborhood. And they're pissing all over people's yards, unbeknownst that it's their yard, just because there's a tree wall. And so they're getting that. And then there's public intoxication in this small town. Because there's also, like, in city parks, but there's these small towns that have disc golf courses, uh, 18 holes, that are in small communities, that are also fit in this, like wait on it and these smaller communities are outraged by it. they went to the they called the mayor these are the people that have the phone number to the mayor and i'm calling about disc golfers pissing in their yard
1: Karen. Cutting the course down?
0: they're they're potentially talking about it they they vote on it there's like i feel like three or four times a year there's outrage on it so people from the portland area north bonneville don't
1: piss drink smoke out there like is the complaint that they're peeing on a tree that's on the other side of their property
0: on the property so there's people even walking into the property even to grab a disc right like even if it's not pissing on their property there's holes that border like property lines mm-hmm. and so they throw into people's backyards and there's not fences so they just go walk through everything grab their disc and back and so the community's getting upset about this stuff and mm-hmm. so it's just i mean oh i think all cody's saying City is folk. disc golf gotta be aware
2: well it's- and like someone even says right there what about people uh, calling too many provisions when it, same thing if, if you are wasting other people's time with things that don't affect them it's it's an it's a nuisance it's annoying um yes Josh is at pages so but Josh yes you can't have <laughs> people are just realizing this like wait a second they're not well, people our-
0: joining in don't isolate our fan base Cody oh my god they good safe, and Josh is here get used of it
2: get used to it but 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 josh i i got no problem with those people because like page says most of them are probably thinking yeah i'm courteous i do all this stuff when they're they might be doing that kind of behavior same thing if you had super loud music or if you were throwing the wrong direction and showed no remorse for it what like it's just people being dumb for dumb sake people people not thinking of others should i say they're they're in their own little bubble, which if you're being courteous and having fun, I got no problem with it. I know a guy that drank when he played and he would pick up trash. He would pick up beer. He would bring a trash bag and pick up other stuff for him. Awesome, dude. I know other people that would throw them on the ground, not really care. They wouldn't worry about who was around them. There could be kids, families they are screaming in obscenities like, you know, as a parent of someone who brings their kids. I would have a problem with that just because same thing in baseball. I hate when I watch baseball and I see players throwing temper tantrums, swinging their bat at stuff in the like locker room. Like, dude, you're not putting an example for people. I have an issue with it. They're not doing anything illegal or wrong. I just have a
0: problem with it. And I think that scenario Cody's in the locker like just peeking. <laughs> like trying to uh, have I should have said problem. I should have said, <laughs> you said something, But you did it. And now you're the creep in the locker <laughs> spying on baseball teams. I mean,
2: you did have to I'm saying on TV. Like in the so uh, dugout.
0: Say, so, so you have spy cams in the locker. I got I a trash can just like the Astros. Bam, bang, bang, So I think the sentiment with provisionals are they exist, use them for your benefit. But I will add the caveat of don't abuse them. There's people like you're clearly out of bounds. Don't call a provisional so you can you know go back and well, am I in? Am I out? The whole card called you out, the whole card card called you in. Like, don't like. Don't necessarily just argue so you can get another throw. Don't abuse them. Um, because also, disc golf is so fickle, we could lose them. Um, and nothing worse than not being sure. And then Nate Heinhold is like, you know what? That one time, this is the Paul McBeth rule, no more provisionals. Um, I just think don't abuse them. Always use them um, when you you have a legitimate question, concern. Hey, is this the mo line or is it flag to flag? both one goes straight and one kind of goes around and there's this like little bit of gray area that exists. Use a provisional for that. Um, that's yeah. why they exist. You throw, you don't know if you threw out of bounds or not throw a provisional because there's like a hole here, hole eight horning side out kind of a top of the world shot through the woods, super steep. Um, you don't want to run back up that fucking hill. If you can't find your disc, you don't want to run back up that hill. If your disc is out of bounds. So throw a provisional, um, we had a guy
2: throw over a lake during like one of our Tuesday night leagues and it missed shoreline by like 15, 20 feet. He's like, I'm going to throw provisional just in case. And we're all like looking like, dude, we saw that thing land in the water 20 feet away from shoreline. It didn't roll. It did not defy the laws of physics and gravity to roll up that water onto grass. It's gone. That's
0: not the thing about the it's, rules, right? Know the rules, like, dude. When you determine yeah. when a disc, when like, if it, this is lost in a lake, If you can determine as a group where it went out of bounds, there's no need for provisional. Now, if it's a blind shot and you can't determine where it went out of bounds, then throw a provisional because you're not going to be able to give you your out of bounds line because we can't determine. Those are like and so but yeah, you do them. Don't do it like, all right, guys, I threw 450, but kind of felt tight. Let me throw a provisional just in case it did get another like loose shot. Don't be that guy, like throwing 20 provisionals in a round. Mm. Mm.
2: Mm. Hot take, mild take, but it got it got some
0: people heated. But
1: Josh, so, Josh is here for those all you smokers. So exactly because I'm here for the small people. That's so people good. actually respect people. But Josh, <laughs> but are you eating. respectful what when I've, you do it? Tonight, what I've learned tonight is I don't care as much as you two do when I go play <laughs> disc golf When people are smoking or drinking, I don't give a shit. Like, have so, a good, but Josh, but what yet. if
2: something affected you where they wouldn't let you play through, or you're behind a big
1: group, or they're they're leaving litter on your course, or something? Or they That's throw it. Or, 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 or I'll skip them and then I'll go to that whole later. Yeah. So, Josh is super passive. I'm not. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> because like, I don't because care people what.
2: that are drinking never make poor choices and trying
1: try to make the guy Have fun and play some disc golf. And if people are choosing to have fun in a different way, then. Next time Josh plays, I'm gonna bring a paintball
2: gun and shoot oh. him every time he throws. Cause I'm this having is fun
1: playing a hippie sport
0: in a hippie town. <laughs> Thank you. Did hey, you get me? <laughs> you get get me. <laughs> Josh is just like, dude, it's fine, man. Throw out a turn. It's fine. You don't you don't want to play out of bounds? Just
2: just walk up and drop it in the basket, guys. It's cool.
0: It's. <laughs> great, I have like this dialogue though. Like we're having like great questions, like. What about people asking for tips on the whole while in competition? Wait, uh, like like tips? is that
1: putt Tips,
0: anyone? Hey, <laughs> can, you can you answer a question, that? please? Please <laughs> answer a question. Was that a was that really a good throw? What would you say? 10, 15, 20 percent?
2: Josh pulls out a guitar in a case and starts playing, like nah. people are throwing
0: dollar bills in.
1: Hmm?
0: So I have it. I have two things with this, right? Like course preparation is important and it's not the responsibility of other people. If people aren't wanting to give you answers, you can't be mad because you didn't prep. But also, uh, you show up to a travel tournament blind, um, take the extra time to, hey, where's this hole at? Ask. Um, But if you're asking 20, like 18 holes, every hole, um, every upshot, you know, try to get a gist of things like, hey, is it a forehand, backhand hole? Try to like condense some of that if you're playing blind. But it goes to course preparation. Like you should be playing some of these tournaments beforehand. Um, given the opportunity, but like I said, I will always defer to let them tell you no. Let your car tell you no. Let the car tell you you're asking too many questions because you're already at a disadvantage. Don't need yeah. to give yourself more of a disadvantage because you're too scared to ask, hey, where's this hole? It looks like the fairway fil- film's left because there's a lot of alternate positions, right? Um, And sometimes even just asking the clarifying, oh, is this in the right position? This is the left position? Isn't the worst thing, but just don't be mad if people don't answer you because- There's a lot of people that are super nervous. They have their headphones on. They're jittery. And also people that just want to see you lose, so they're not going to. um, Well,
2: and I think that comes down to rapport, like your card. You might get to know your – like if I was playing around with people I knew and they were like, yeah, like, which do you know which holes are at?" Sure, I'm going to tell you. But if you ask me 8,000 questions for that, did Paige mess it up again?
0: No, no. We're reading the comments like we're supposed to because we belong – with our our chat and our oh, time. I'm reading yeah.
2: them. That's a great tip. I right mean, here. this is I true. Play bad um, enough that you're
0: always bobbing. Yeah, and then you get a watch where everyone else is throwing, and you also yeah. get all the whip reads.
2: Yeah, mm. and then you can nice them nice. But yeah, as long <laughs> like as long as you have a good rapport and you're not like a d bag on the card, because I played a tournament with someone who was just a miserable wretched person and nobody wanted to be around him. And I get if you're like being competitive and stuff, but like when you're making comments about other people and saying things, it's just like, nobody wants to be on your card. We, I had another guy that uh, I'm friends with played on a card with someone. He 10 putted just so he wouldn't be on the first round card with him. Next, next, next round. He's like, I, I literally hit the basket 10 times
0: and gave myself a worse score. Yeah, see, that's just where you get stronger mentally because if you can't play, there's people in Oregon that I hate to play with, but um, right here, bro. yeah. Well, you're <laughs> just talking about drinking, smoking, shooting up. Oh my gosh, just... <laughs> Josh <laughs> has a
2: spoon out, and it's just <laughs> a <spoon. laughs> got a light. As long as, Go as ahead with you
0: guys, <laughs> I'll be here for six to seven hours. <laughs> um... This is but a no, good dialogue, though. And there is that mental fortitude that does exist, right? You're going to play with people you don't like. And adversely, the more you travel, you can be playing with people you don't know. And you might find you don't like it in the middle of the round. Um, and this is tournament play, right? Like, obviously, casual play, you pick and choose who you want to play with. Um, and that's fine. But tournament play, if you're willing to take 10 strokes, like, why are you at the tournament? You know what I mean? Like, he, granted, he
2: does not have the best mental fortitude. Like, even in casual play, sometimes he'll miss a putt and, like, throw
0: his bag and we're just like
1: hmm yeah right so so he he has issues there already
0: get mentally stronger and then you know learn to play with those people because also one of my favorite people are somebody i don't like and i'm just like oh i'm concerned to like you because you're kind of just you know you're just dumb
2: (laughs) oh thanks (laughs)
0: that's not nice (laughs) at all uh so this is about rangefinder I've been in tournaments when people have asked to use my rangefinder in every single shot. At one point, do you tell them no? Um, probably the third time. Like, if they're landing so far uh, like away from you, like you know, if they're by you, like within ten to fifteen feet, I'm just like, no, I'll range it. Like it's three twenty from where I'm at, and they can do their math based off of where you're at. I'll tell them that. If they're asking multiple times to use a rangefinder, just be like, I would tell them no personally after like probably two or three because it's like, hey, dude. You're slowing things down. If you really want one, you should probably get one. Clearly, you want to use it, but um, I don't want to keep or digging tell out my bag because you're taking wrong you numbers. Of, it's well, it's taking you out of your zone, right? Like you're having to worry about another individual. And if you're competing, especially at Jerry Ann's level where they're dominating FPO in Saskatchewan, um, sometimes you need to be like oh, okay, I have a 320-foot upshot, I need to think about. Am I throwing a Praxis? Am I throwing a Pyro, a Pathfinder, an ft 3 There's six shots I can get to 320. What is the shape that I'm throwing? And then you have somebody that just derails your thought process because they want to know what the distance is and then determine from there. I would tell them, like I said, like two or three times, cool. And then it's just like, dude, I need to, I need to focus. Get your own range finder. I'll tell you where I'm at if you ask. But that's because I'm already looking at it. Ask when I'm looking, not while we're walking up.
2: Now, Facebook user, I hate to tell you, they said tell them in meters. Jerry Ann's in Canada, they use
0: meters. They use so, meters. They're like, uh, Oi, it's three moose and in a, a twenty. Oi, they don't say boy, boy. three moves and a twenty to the basket.
2: Yeah, I no, just make up a number. Like shoot it and be like, oh yeah, that's like just say 50 feet off and really screw with them. Oh, that's man, you're really short. You're not throwing well. Like
0: yeah, God, Jerry, just, tell them feet. Tell them in feet. Yeah, you're, yards, you're feet hard. out.
2: Tell them, tell them in knots. Go nautical on them. Not oi. Yeah, oi.
0: Oi, mate. Oy. Like,
2: who You're says a that? <laughs> we, say, eh. <laughs> we say eh, eh. Yeah, not oi. <laughs>
0: That's how I get into my Canadian accent, guys. Don't knock the process.
2: What is the process?
0: <laughs> the The oi.
2: Oh, wait, wait, Jerry Yen says... Is that Jerry Yen says I use feet for everything?
1: <laughs> yeah. I use feet, of course.
2: <laughs> Jerry Yen, you guys are metric. Why are you going against the grain? <laughs> mm.
0: Which, by the way, metric was a really good band that was there for, like, you know, late early 2000s?
1: Late 2000s? Who? What, what are you talking about? Metric. Mm, nah. Alright. So, I do want to bring something up. Um... <laughs> Nah, some, some news <laughs> has popped up. that has been supported by rare air discs. Use uh discount code jammers for 10% off your order. They got rare discs, new discs, pre-order discs. Check them out. Rareair <laughs> so the, well, Yeah, so what's the news? He's like, here it is. You know, no, we gotta, we gotta we gotta support these these sponsors. But the news is when Kristen Tatar gets sponsored by Porsche. Yeah, that's, that's huge. crazy. Like she gets you know, a brand new car, and it's a it's a new brand outside of the disc golf world, which we, we've been talking about for we'll like a I also think it's now. like the
0: biggest mainstream brand that has been
1: into disc golf.
0: All yeah. America's brought is what? L.L. Bean, Jess. baby. L.L. Bean? Chess.com
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bristol? Bristol? The, the shaving Oh, yeah, Bristol. Bristol. Yeah. How Paige got his fresh shave. <laughs> Bristol. I thought that was Gillette's. No, it was Bristol. No, it was definitely Bristol. Bristol. I mean, that's huge.
0: But no, Porsche is huge because it's also like... Can you imagine like if she lands and she's just touring in a fully decked out Porsche? Like the whole like Tatar rap. Yeah. Um, pulling up, then it's just like, hey, screw you, uh, your Audi R8 or whatever, Macbeth. Oh, no, he has a McLaren, right?
1: I don't know what I don't he know, yeah,
0: see? But he doesn't even tour anymore. He flies <laughs> everywhere. Yeah.
2: What if she had like a Porsche-like... Porsche made her a special cart or something. A go- Like she started getting a golf cart.
0: She got carted <laughs> around. I don't know, that's like, you know those like little kid like driving cars? Like get one of those for a Porsche for all her this in her result. bag. Thank
2: you. Yeah, like- I would say it wasn't Bristol. <laughs> Bristol like it's Bristol. It's 100% Bristol. It definitely wow. was-
0: Yeah,
1: you can tell we don't shave. It
0: starts with a B. <laughs> We're bearded gentlemen here.
1: I try <laughs> <She> shave. <can't- laughs> Oh, my goodness.
0: But, yeah, Porsche is huge because I also think, like, if a company like Porsche is taking eyes, is it on disc golf or is it because of the successful individual in this European country? So I'd be kind of curious to see how that pans out because if it is for the sport of disc golf, other manufacturers are sure to follow, right? Like, how many people are driving these, like, little Dodge, like, vans or, these you know, these little, little, like, cargo vans? You get one with an electric company that might be starting off um, and wanting to push into that and find that kind of marketable like ban, and then all of a sudden you have everyone touring in the Toyota, whatever. Um, because a big company like this, turning the eyes mm. is good, but also like you know, Porsche deems there's money worth investing in this. Nike's gonna look at that, Adidas is gonna look at yeah. that. Oh, hey, here's a company that's yeah. investing in this niche sport. Should we start to look at that? Um and I'm I'm kind of curious because there is an
1: untapped market on that level in this golf. I'm hoping it's a domino effect because that's a big name to dr- jump in, and I, I mean it's just a matter of time before Nike oh, and Reebok get into it, Mr. Newsman. Now, there's a do you question. Think
2: it has anything to do with it being a European company? Her being European, Porsche being a German brand. Mm, do you mm. think that had anything to do with it?
1: So this brings up a good point. Um, the sponsored by the Porsche dealership in Estonia, not. The, the corporation porsche i believe that is what happened but at the same time at the same time it's still a porsche driven company sponsoring her that takes away the little oh um, it does that kind of does you got to do your research better josh no i do but not porsche,
2: porsche probably has something to do with and here's the thing That's still getting Porsche recognition. People are going to be like, yeah, she's sponsored by Porsche. They're not going to be like, oh, she's sponsored by Porsche of Estonia Broadway. I mean, no one's going to care. They're going to say she's sponsored by Porsche. Even her thing was like, thank you so much, Porsche, for sponsoring me.
1: Because I think it's a three-part. I think it's a three-part of what the sponsorship had to do with. And I think the dealership was part of it. Well, name the three parts. I think. Okay, first of all, lower your tone, bro. I'm Why are you right going here. off camera? Look at it. Josh is reeling away I'm, I'm, like
0: this. He's pulling out his phone. and He's like, hey, guys, let me look up the news real quick. I know I'm supposed to be prepared, but keeps <laughs> pulling off the camera. Like, look at this. Look at this, guys. He's probably going to
2: blame his daughter again. Like, um, I was late. I my, daughter. Never blame my daughter. I heard <laughs> it. I heard it in your
0: tone. <laughs> my tone. <laughs> blame my daughter in my tone. But you? I will say, so somebody, oops, oh, no, 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 cancel.
2: Can you please, Josh, well, do not let him touch me. the computer, please. Josh
0: is on his phone.
1: I am on my phone. But what so what do you think know... about
0: this? So this is a good conversation, and I think it is too founded, right? Um, they say, oh, this isn't oh, the whole thing. Oh, no, it does. It has little to do with she's an attractive athlete. I don't think she get the same level of recognition if she was a Shrek. That's kind of rude. That is kind of think... rude. For one, I think attraction obviously plays on it. I think, you know, we have models for a reason. We have representation for a reason. But also, probably being argumentatively, if not the greatest FPO right now. And, without a doubt, the most dominant FPO in this time. And then also, two years in a row, Estonian uh, Female Athlete of the Year. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that has to do with attraction level. I do think there is that level of just dominance with the home country where the national sport is disc golf. Um, and so... I think those three things kind of outweigh some of the traction level, but you know, I think there's always going to be that level of you know, fame, right? Like you see the cross all over.
2: That's every sport. Think about Ronaldo. Think about Messi. Think about oh, even with everything. <laughs> yeah. Think about Ronaldo. Yeah, but I'm just saying Messi. <laughs> that is it's human nature. They, again. Absolutely. If you're gonna look at someone, you you don't want to sponsor this big brand or sponsor this person person when they do look like freaking Gollum. I mean, I hate to say it, they're not gonna be like, oh, let's get let's clap a slap a, a billboard on Schmeagel over here and let him run around. No one wants to buy that stuff. Uh, same thing with what Kelsey and Taylor Swift. They're attractive people. They're gonna
0: get more attra- attraction to them. So. And there's so here's one too. They support pretty more than success. I don't. I kind of disagree with this because I personally don't find Katrina Allen or Paige Pierce attractive, and they've had a lot of level of support and contracts. Wow. Uh, Paige Pierce got uh, a huge line akin to Paul McBeth at the time um, when they signed with Discraft, and it was equal parts and pushing with Paul McBeth on a very similar level of contract. Um, So for me. I think obviously pretty always plays and it's going to be a thing. I don't think it's as big of a thing, but I also will say too that it exists and it's unfortunate, but also we can't fault them for being attractive and getting support when they also have to battle all of the trolls and sweaty like men that just berate them all over online for being attractive or for not being attractive because that also exists. I think there's a lot of shitty people out there. That can can, that drag like looks into everything, whether it's attractive or not, and simplify the success or lack of success of female athletes based off of their looks. And I do have a hard time with that because there also is a lot of success that extends past that. um,
1: That's kind of yeah.
2: I think it affords people a lot more opportunities. If you are a good-looking person, you're going to get noticed more. You're going to get that opportunity to. Show off your skill more. Or in anything you do. Like think about anything where people can be noticed. That just gives that affords them the opportunities more. Like someone just wrote, I'm fully aware of sex sells in sport. That's everything. Think about it. You're gonna if someone's a good looking person, they're probably gonna get more roles as an actor or actress. If they're good looking, they're probably gonna get more tips as a waiter or waitress. That's just human nature. It It doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. there's more
0: of the comment too right like yeah. and this is like and this is a different comment right this is stepping away from tatar into the whole just like so i'll read the comment guys um it's disc golf i'm fully aware that sex sells in sports not that i agree with it just know that there have been females using disc golf in only fan pages and they have massive followings which mm. probably include you question <laughs> no um <laughs> hey wait no. look at the last one mm. But no, and I think the OnlyFans push is definitely something that's going to impact disc golf because all of a sudden they're starting to become thirst traps on disc golf. Um, And that's going to be everywhere. And I think that's going to continue to exist. That's how you start to know that your sport is starting to make it because all of a sudden you can segue into this and don't need to be good at disc golf. Um, Sex sells, period. And now you found a niche market where you don't have to be the prime looking stargazer that sells in other sports. You can be, you know, okay. And if you throw a disc, you're going to get this whole market that follows you. Um, that's just, I think true for any sport. And it's going to continue, um, in the social media age because there's also people that don't play disc golf that does only fans and that's sex work, right? Sex work is one of the oldest professions in the world. Um, and I mean we can start to that it, whole conversation, but right it's now a history lesson right now. <laughs> Greco-Roman wrestling and sex work go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Jerry, Jerry Ed just says they're gonna get their travel by going on to OnlyFans. Like, come into the States, get your OnlyFans account going, and make your money. I'm not gonna fault anybody for making their money. I'm on here. For $5 tips. If I could take off my shirt and get $10, believe it, I would.
2: Colton, where you at, baby? Where you at? <laughs> get in here. <laughs> He's probably buying, like, some Eagle disc right now.
0: Yeah. To- and, I, and I think there's two, right? I think that, it like, so this is this is a conversation we're having Sorry with chat. And I think it's a good conversation to have. Uh, nothing wrong with making your money the way you want. Just food for thought and disc golf. Because, yeah, I think it is starting to have it. And we're starting to see... Uh, popular sports kind of things like pan out into our world, right? And how that starts to have implications. I think we started with Cody's mild take around smoking and drinking is bad. This oh, is that God. kind of grassroots, isolated version of disc golf that existed ten years ago, five years ago. That's starting to change. And now, with that change and with growing the sport, comes some of these people that are going to manipulate growing the sport in order to do it, right? Like Ezra Aderhold. Push beans for crying out loud, and how many disc golfers jumped to the bean diet because they wanted to get bulky and burly like Ezra. Um, these things just exist.
2: Mm, beans tonight's podcast, sponsored by Hormel Hormel Canned Beans.
0: Oh, I'm gonna have only OnlyFans for my discs, guys. This is gonna be like Paige jamming it in the rough with a Berg X. Just, just. You're every so time, needed. hey guys, check out my my signed Eagle Big Man disc.
2: <laughs> just flop it, just
0: mm. and I'll make twenty of thirties of dollars on a monthly basis.
2: I mean, it's enough to buy a new disc every month.
0: Exactly right, and then based off your subscriptions, you'll get a new picture with a disc.
2: All right, Josh, just end it in this thing. We're going nowhere fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quit moving chat. I'm trying to read I'm chat. To move, I'm I'm go- oh
1: my gosh! My why, why don't you guys just That's put the news. chat on the right? Just put the chat on the right. That's I what love I do. This is opening up the doors for pro athletes to be recognized on a bigger level than just disc golf companies' products. It is true. So I looked. I, it's hard to get at t load down here in this dungeon that I locked in. Um, but it is Porsche Estonia, like another part to it. When I when I saw that it was. Porsche included in it. It could and be like that. The, a lot of the like main titles are saying Porsche Estonia, which could be like a branch from it. Regardless, like Donna was well, saying. Well, it's like Honda of America. It's a huge thing though, that a company that's outside of disc golf sponsored a very well known disc golfer and gave them a Porsche. <laughs> like that's huge.
0: It's a car. You win a brand new car. Yeah. You, you it's just your upsell now. It's a dealership, poor guys.
1: Four different tiers.
0: Wasn't there a dealership that uh, got already roped in? There was a Ford dealership, I thought. Was there? I thought so. So Ford doing it first. Of course, Europeans are going to take credit, as always. <laughs> uh,
1: it's in her. Write-up. I wish I could get it to load. It's in her write-up, Josh. I wish I could get it to load down here.
0: So this is a good question. What do you guys tour in vehicle-wise? Um, I just happened to buy a new Subaru Outback. I went full Portland. I'm going full commitment to barefoot shoes. I bought Outback. I'm going to go on that vegetarian diet life. No, I'm not. I can't do that. But I'm in a Subaru Outback 2022. Uh, gets decent gas mileage. Is comfortable. Seats fold down if I want to sleep in it. Um, also, they're leather. So when the dirty-ass people ride with me, like Arturo and Michael, who rode with me to Am, e. they got all muddy. Um, I get to sweep it out relatively easy. And I got trunk space. I think trunk space is the most important thing. If it wasn't for the Subaru... Um, I like to tour in a truck. I had a Ram 1500. I think we had the space to where you can fill it up. You had comfortable room in the back seats. Um, so those are my two my two choices.
1: Yeah, I, a, I, I used to have a, a Toyota Prius that I used. I went from Oregon to Illinois for Ledgestone and that, just sleeping in the – like made a bed in the back, had all my cooking stuff back there to stop at rest areas and places to eat. That worked really well. A bed in the yeah, bag, you man. went Ezra. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it he worked, went full
0: Ezra Aderhold. Yeah. Ezra drives a Porsche because he has sex appeal, raw sex appeal. <laughs> Josh mm. bought a Porsche. Sex sells, guys. Uh, I drive a 2003, a 2003, a and 2003 a Honda CR-V. <laughs> oh,
2: it's, CRV.
1: It's it's
2: it's
1: a my that. <laughs> oh no! I think he's like either
2: he lost. It's Oscar. either him
0: or us. I'm pretty sure it's him. No, nah, so... it's not
2: me. I but will yeah, say, 2003 no, CRV. I don't pay on it. It gets good gas mileage. It has great storage. It's a Honda, so I can find parts anywhere. And if it explodes tomorrow, I just buy another one for three thousand
0: dollars. Jerry and with their Hypergreen Jeep. So they're just waiting to not break. Efficient,
2: down. Not efficient. Not
0: um, efficient. And I will say, shout out to Tai. Um, he was a guest on Jammers in the Rough. He just went through a bad car wreck where he totaled his touring vehicle which is this blue little minivan that carried him and his family everywhere. Um, And so he just ended up getting a Geo Metro, which is like the original Prius, which is like 50 miles to the gallon. It is zoomed. I remember driving one. So I was in high school and I was going to like the size of a bathroom. They're tiny. They're tiny. But I was bombing one up a hill and it was like winter and the defrosters wasn't defrosted. So we had like this little hole be my brother and we're on our way to a wrestling tournament. And we get up this hill and it would not accelerate past the hill so we're doing this like little like r- like lean with it rock with it like through this little thing and barely make the hill get to the wrestling tournament tournament dominate you know this how your boy do <laughs> so geo
1: life or tai you didn't hit your chest when you said it why would See, I, 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 have, to find, an I have to find
2: vehicles that fit my body because I'm like 6'5. I can actually drive out the back window of my CRV. I can lean my car back far enough. I can lean out the back window and still drive. So I have to find vehicles with a lot of like headspace. Uh, like my wife's Honda Pilot fits well. Uh, I, I've it's gotten, gotten to a Geo Metro. Right? I've gotten to a Prius before. It's very difficult for me, but I can do it. Yeah.
1: But a Prius was hard for me because I like, I switched to a a Subaru Forester because they're a lot taller and uh, getting in that is is awesome. But now I gave the Prius to my daughter and whenever I get into it to teach her how to drive, it's like, what the fuck? This thing is so small. Like when I didn't drive the Prius for like the state, I hated like looking at the rear view mirror because like that window is like non-existent. You can't
0: see behind you. So I need to see like full 360. But I will say, guys, we are at the top of the hour. There is a question that came in. I do want to give a shout out to it, but I'll promise I will answer it next week. So the question is, if you had any company sponsor you, who would you want? We'll answer this next week, I promise. We are reaching the top of the hour, and we do got to be respectful of Cody's bedtime and Josh has a two-hour drive. I do want to thank you guys all for chiming in. I do enjoy the conversation and the back and forth um, and creating some of this honest dialogue.
1: Yeah, So,
0: Yeah, I mean, with that, guys, thank you all for tuning in. Check out our sponsors. We give them a shout-out now so we don't have to do it now. Like, subscribe to CH Sports. Um, go check out our Facebook page. We're doing giveaways there. Um, next week, we'll be back at it. So keep jamming it in the rough